This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. For the final time here in 2023, a happy summer Friday, North America, the mothership reconnects. Welcome to this Lunar Labor Day Sports Barbecue. We are, as always, live from the CBS Sports Radio studios in New York City. Heard on affiliates nationwide and north of the border. On the free Odyssey app, on the CBS Sports app, on Sirius XM Channel 158. And yes, on this Friday... You can watch us be idiots for these four hours. There is a stream. It's on YouTube. It's on Twitch. It's on WatchDA.com. From Anchorage to Atlanta, Salt Lake City to Savannah, Kalamazoo, and Waterloo, we are on the air. They listening, DA. Everything we saying, DA. Everything. Holy crap, it is September. And holy crap, we had legit college football last night. And holy crap, we are less than one week away from an actual NFL game. And yes, holy crap, this is the last summer fry DA of 2023. I early called it a week ago when I said we had made it to the end because last Friday was the last, the end of the last full week without DA. And I said that knowing we still had today. And now we really are at the end of all of this summer fun because once we get through Monday, Tuesday morning, well, I'll be here and DA will be here and Cap will be here. We won't have a new Sean by then. And I think where we need to begin this morning, it's tough to summon the emotions Again, we spent, I don't know, six, seven, eight weeks saying goodbye to Sean. Six, seven, eight minutes of that was warranted. Seconds. And now we have to say goodbye to another friend. We, he chose no, no farewell tour, no victory laps, no extended goodbyes, no special guests, nothing like that. 
just wanted to be known that, all right, guys, that's going to be it for me. I'll see you down the road. I heard him saying goodbyes to people before the show began. And I was trying not to be emotional. I was criticized for not being emotional enough during Sean's, again, two-month exit. But today's going to be emotional because Pete's leaving for three more weeks. We get to Tuesday (laughs) and Pete's gone. I don't know what's happening anymore. Uh, We never understood how many days Pete has or doesn't have to take off. Apparently, the the answer is infinity uh, because only DA's been here less than him this summer. And when we get to Tuesday, we won't see Pete again until, I think, like Halloween. That's not true. It's not true? Oh, end of the, end of the month. End of the month. Okay, two, one week you're gone? No, three weeks. Three three weeks? This is paternity leave. Okay, okay. Little for adopting Ryan Botcher or still for Carrie? Both. Both. Fair. That's why it's three weeks. That's right. It's combined. All right, well, I'm here. Bogus in for DA on this Friday. You've already heard sweet Pete the Body Bilotti, who is also knuckles deep in some golden grams this morning. No, I wish. No. You are holding a spoon, though. I am. Hoping someone brings you cereal? I didn't even notice the spoon, but yes. there it is. Yes, I, I hope. And if anyone has golden grams, bring it on down. But no, it's for my oatmeal this morning. Okay. Uh, finishing week one of his two-week stay as the still acting executive producer of this fine radio program is Pat Boyle, hard hat guy extraordinaire, getting paid to work for us, working hard, and then working the U.S. Open for nobody, basically, just there. But he's back from another double-dipping day to guide us through these four hours. Excited to have Pete. Excited to have Pat. Cap is here, as we all well know. And Peter Schwartz has your updates. Uh, Sounds of Saturday concludes where it should with the two-time defending champs. It's been, what, since 1934, 35, 36? And the Minnesota Golden Gophers won three in a row? The last three-peat in major college football. And that's what Georgia's going after this year. Their radio voice, Scott Howard, will join us at 9 Eastern this morning for Sounds of Saturday. Uh, we will also get the latest on the Michael Orr situation. Uh, we've got, we're getting fancy. We're bringing on an actual lawyer in the final hour of the show, Lisa Colliff. Uh, her firm works in and around Hollywood, these kind of deals. Uh, so she's going to help us walk through the finer points of this story, which you know, kind of began here on 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 these airways, at least, with D.A. during the Jim Rome show uh, with Michael Orr in studio. And then it really took off from there, and we've got lawyers and judges and suits and subpoenas, and it's not fun. None of it's pretty. It's sad. And uh, we'll do a very legalese breakdown of everything. I'm probably going to stumble my way through some questions. Thankfully, they actually suggested things we should ask. So I don't sound like a dope. So we will do that to close out the show. Subpoenist. I'm sorry? Subpoenist? I still don't know what you're saying. Huh? You said we got plenty of subpoenas? Subpoenas. Subpoenas. Yeah, not penists. Subpoenas. Subpoenas. You're going, you got to, you're, it's an A at the end. Subpoenas. Not subpoenists. You don't want to drop it. But you're making it like a Z at the a plural at the end. Yeah, because you there you can have multiple subpoenas. Yeah, subpoenas. Agree to disagree. Tomato, tomato. A target demo Friday, because it's Friday. You know what to do when we release the Kraken. That cap is cooked up on this Friday. You'll tell us where you're listening, how you're listening, and we'll see what pot stirring question Cap comes up with. I thought, and I probably should have suggested this to Cap off the air, but I'll do it here on the air. 
if he doesn't have anything else, anything clever or controversial to connect to the meme, and I don't know if this would fully work, but earlier in the week, Cap caught DA and I having a conversation coming back from break, and what I told DA led to DA giving a little kind of shocked eye roll, lean back, and on that morning, we played a quick little game of what did I tell DA, uh, and there were some funny suggestions. I kind of feel like we could open things up for that, right? Talking to him on Friday, attach what you think I was telling DA in that video. I will never tell. And I thought about it long and hard since yesterday with this idea floating around my head. I can't in any way tell you, anybody really, what I said to DA, what I was telling him, because I don't know I don't know the way to tell it without you being able to figure out wh- who I was who and what I was talking about. Oh really? I just I don't I could not come up with a way where everything would be safe and secure and unknown. And it's something not serious enough, but it's something that it can't come it can't become public radio knowledge without the consent of multiple individuals. So I can't even I, no hints. None can't it's Nothing important, nothing serious. Nobody's leaving or anything like that again. Pete's only gone for three weeks, we heard. I had it wrong. thought it was forever. Um, I wish it was forever. <laughs> hashtag severance. Uh, so at some point, sometime soon, you'll have a Target Demo Friday meme, and you know what to do with that. Uh, what do we have else on the menu this morning? Uh, Kelly Stafford regrets saying what she said about Matthew Stafford and his young Rams teammates. We have... Once again, the station here in New York that we cannot mention, just blindly taking shots at athletes, coaches in this city. It's another controversy created by talk show hosts, the social media team, leading to organizations and athletes having to respond to it. I don't know what's going on down the hall from us, but they are out of control. Someone needs to be the adult in the room, and we will try to be that adult this morning as well. And oh, by the way, maybe you saw the video of one, two, three, four women fighting in and around porta potties at a Morgan Wallen concert in Pittsburgh. I'm surprised that's not our cold open, but it will be in the show this morning before we are done at 10 a.m. Eastern. What is our cold open? I'm not good. I, I, I like to conserve my emotions, I like to wait to the moment to the situation to really react. I'm not going to get giddy in mid-August that we almost have college football. I'm going to get giddy when we have college football. And we had college football last night. Games on multiple channels, multiple screens. I loved it. It was super fun. And it was just Thursday. Here it is. It's your cold open. Play action pass and a roll for Bryson Barnes. Lots of time. Looking long. He's got a man out there. Money Parks. Caught 20. 15, 10, 5, that's a touchdown! 70 yards on the opening play, and a touchdown to Monterran Muddy Parks! The set comes back to win it! 13 to 10! On first down, Griffiths floats it up the seam, Heights got it! And look at the big tight end go! Hits the Jets! Amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. 
It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. As the body reminded me in my ear, those were college football sounds in your cold open. I'll be slightly more specific. That was a Utah highlight. That was Minnesota beating Nebraska at the buzzer, basically, with Gus Johnson. And it was the ACC Network with Wake Forest fighting off the Phoenix of Elon. Nothing like an ACC 1AA match to kick things off. The bottom line, though, is... There was a lot going on last night. There was a UCF game as well, which I believe they turned off the lights during a break to have fans hold up their cell phones. I forget what they call it at UCF, but this is a tradition. And then they couldn't get the lights to go back on right away. So there's a little bit of a delay that's right up Pipilotti's alley. Might want to check that. Exactly. Might want to make sure that the lights can come right back on after you turn them off for your timeout bit. But it was... Fox, it was FS1, it was ESPN, it was the ACC network. Some of you might have been watching Flow Sports because you love the brand, the rebranded Coastal Athletic Association. Maybe you were catching Delaware and Stony Brook last night as well. Peter Schwartz was there, by the way. I wonder if he bought those tickets or was gifted them. Either way, there was college football every last everywhere last night, and it was glorious. You heard the highlight. At the top of the cold open of Utah and Florida, that was the marquee game last night. And we'll get to it in bigger fashion to start our second hour this morning. In particular, not necessarily the way that Billy Napier and friends wanted to begin year two at Florida. Obviously a super, super tough road game in Salt Lake City. It was hot there last night. It was a red out. It was packed. It looked great. But Utah was down eight starters including Cam Rising and their new stud tight end with Dalton Kincaid and others having left. And Florida still kind of looked crappy last night in SLC. And Utah wins, the Gators lose. But just the sights and sounds of that game washing over me. It had been a while since we had multiple screens going in the bogus household. We were fired up in front of me. I had my uh, spotting boards, my notes out in front, getting ready for my college football opening day tomorrow here in the New York City area. It just felt good to have football back, and I know there were games on Saturday, but Notre Dame Navy was over in about three seconds, and there was nothing of the significance of last night with a top 15, top 20 Utah team playing in that setup at home, and then just rapid fire, games overlapping, different start times, you don't have to worry about halftime commercial breaks. There was always something going on last night across streaming services, TV channels, whatnot. It's back, and it's just the beginning. Just the beginning. We've got five straight days, including yesterday, of college football all the way through this weekend. And then Thursday, next Thursday, the next time it's Thursday, we have NFL games. We've got the Chiefs. We've got the Lions. We made it. I don't want the summer to be over. It was deliciously cool here overnight in New York. Windows open. It was actually chilly. Had a snuggle under the covers again in the middle of the night walking this morning to the train beautiful breeze it was almost cold it was almost the almost needed sleeves i haven't worn pants and i don't know how long we've been shorts excuse me we've been shorts exclusive specifically because we have thankfully relaxed the dress code around this place but we have been shorts exclusive for i don't since i don't know when but this morning you could have gotten away with pants it felt fallish this morning. 
I welcome it. Give me fall weather. Give me some apple cider donuts. Give me football. Boyle shaking his head no. I don't know if you, you, you're a summer pro summer guy here. You don't want it to end? I want eternal summer, man. Yeah, but I mean, your life kind of is eternal summer-ish. I know it's going to get cold. I know you're going to put the biceps and the calves away. But I mean, it's not like you're going to stop having fun because it's not warm anymore. Uh, no, I will. I will be cease. The fun will, will cease. Why is that? It's going to be cold and depressing. No, no, no. Listen, you're you're sitting here surrounded by four married fathers, none of which are cool. I'm not cool. DA is not cool. Cap's not cool. Pete's not cool. We got nothing going on. Jeez, speak for yourself. One, right? one of your leading characteristics in the search for the next Sean is the ability of all of us to live vicariously and safely without all the, the, the pratfalls and dangers of the way you live, but we can live vicariously through you. You cannot close up shop for the fall and the winter. It's just not allowed. Oh, not, and who said I was closing up shop? You just did. No, I just said I'm not going to be happy about the weather. It sucks. It's going to be fine. It's beautiful here. Well, oh, I welcome it. Yeah, and literally in a week from now, you're going to wake up. It's going to be 44 degrees, and you're going to say, this sucks. I mean, that's that's just not true. And in another month, it'll be 32, and you'll be miserable. So Take you don't know how the weather or calendars work. It's not going to be 32 in October. Oh, you, you want to bet? If it is randomly, that won't be fun. At 5 a.m. when you're coming to work, it will be. May, September, October, those are the months to be here in New York. Those are my favorite. I don't need heat and humidity. I don't need to be sweating you-know-whats at 5 in the morning because it's max humidity. Without sun, hot and humid is unacceptable. Give me today 365 days of the year. Roll out the the light jackets and the sweatshirts. Thank you, Pete. Mm -mm. You guys are dead wrong. But either way... Do you want your pumpkin spice, too? No, I don't want that. I don't need that. I'm a professional. I'm an adult. I don't need a pumpkin, I actually pumpkin do spice have, latte. I do have pumpkin spice in my coffee right now. Okay. So, here you are. I've been You're actually st- on our side. I've been... I guess you could say stealing. You put it in the fridge. It's, it's anyone's game. I've been taking this guy's creamer that works here. <laughs> <laughs> Every day this week, I've not had, even not even a moment's hesitation. <laughs> I am, um, as you know, because I've I, I've told you you could have it. I've been I've bringing in my own creamer because I'm that guy now, and I have to hide it because it does get used by everybody, and then all of a sudden it's just gone. People are savages, savages. and myself included. I actually brought my I have hazelnut creamer in the little mini fridge here in our newsroom. Yeah. But I don't think anybody's even touched it. And I was like, you know what? Because I, I wanted to offset my negative karma because I jacked this guy's creamer every day the last time I produced all week on this show. Uh, so I was like, you know what? Let me let me offset that negative karma. Let me bring in mine. I don't know if anybody's touched it. But, yeah, I mean, I've just been crushing pumpkin spice creamer all week. Is so, that so? That is so. We, for lifers, for CBS Sports Radio lifers like Pete and I, the existence of... Uh, break room refrigerators has been one of the longest running, I mean, almost from day one storylines. It began with triumphantly the legendary Rich Ackerman wanting bows, wanting cookies, wanting hugs, because he requested one for our newsroom, which All was right. nice because people were bringing in lunch, whatever. But then that, I have my eye on football. And he also had his eye on the fridge nonstop because then there were all these rules. People. Because in, in Rich's mind, it was a temporary holding space for your meal that day. He's an expletive. If you wanted to bring in some lunch and it was the morning and you wanted to leave it in there, that's great. But 
You were an expletive if you didn't then take it out of there at the end of your shift. Other people like me started to put things in there to stay there, like creamer. Somebody put like a thing of ketchup in there, like things that we all could communally use over time. That wasn't okay with Rich. That's not what this is there for. And his whole setup. Yeah, that they were expletives flying. In all directions. Actual expletives or, the, or he just kept saying the word expletive? Expletive. He just him. says expletive. He, he can't curse. He just says expletive. Shocking. He's an expletive. Mm-hmm. That's a real, that's, yeah, that's Ack. That's a real clip of him just yelling at somebody <laughs> over what was in the fridge. And then the fight grew to no one's cleaning the fridge. And then I almost think that Ack took the fridge away from us like an angry parent. He's like, you guys can't use it. <laughs> and then... People stopped caring about the fridge, and it basically became like a health hazard, right. and it had to be almost evacuated from the building with hazmat suits. So then the fan had its own fridge, and a similar fate befell that, where it was actually not in your best interest to put anything in the fridge, yeah. or you would then die. There's two times I opened the door, and I almost threw up. Yeah. The, that was one time. <laughs> what was the other time? I can't tell you that. Oh, okay. <laughs> would it apply to today in any way? Yes. It would. Interesting. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. One of the things that we discussed um, last week on the show, I believe when I was here, my developing concerns for the Buffalo Bills in the AFC East. Maybe they put one of those concerns to rest yesterday. We'll do that next. Plus, we'll check in on the Patriots, who are now collecting backup quarterbacks behind Mac Jones. And we'll get headlines from Peter Schwartz all when we come back on a summer Friday on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Please knock. Dan in Mechanicsburg is asleep in the Lazy Boy. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Here we are on this final summer Friday of 2023. Bogish, Bilotti, Boyle, 
caps here, so we're streaming. Watch the A.com, Twitch, and YouTube. Peter Schwartz has your headlines in just a second. The guessing, the projections, all that good stuff about an offseason the NFL is about to end because we've got games as of Thursday. The AFC East is as fascinating as any division in the NFL this year. Simply put, somebody's got to be last. Now, the assumption is going to be the Patriots, and that's a safe assumption. So then the question, the next statement is, someone's got to finish third out of the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Bills. And I've had my growing doubts about the Bills. Maybe they're the ones that finish third. Maybe they're the ones that miss out on the postseason. Maybe they're the ones that are disappointed when we get to January. Their offensive line has some issues. They have some problem spots on defense. They have some injuries. I still don't fully accept Sean McDermott running the defense over Leslie Frazier. That seems like it's going to be a thing for them and a rear's ugly head during the season as they work out the kinks of the new operation of the head coach also being the coordinator. And then there was whatever happened with Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen and the head coach and the GM, why he was unhappy, why he was kind of gone, why he was there but not practicing, why did the head coach handle it so badly? The story changed within 12 hours. Who's to blame? What's going on? What are the hard feelings about? Is it football? There were these salacious stories that we, of course, love to share with you about girlfriends and barmaids and baby daddies and all this kind of stuff going on. When Whatever the specifics were, uh, I just in general, I don't trust wide receivers and cornerbacks to always be happy. They just seem to not be happy about life in general, about football, about who's throwing it to me, interception totals, whatever it may be. So Stephon Diggs, in a certain regard, is kind of a ticking time bomb. If it's just about football, if it's just about the scheme, if it's just about the targets, all those things could pop up again during the regular seasons. You can tell me all you want how we've figured things out, it's all settled, we're all good, and that's what they've been telling us really all this entire time through training camp. But all that stuff can go away, and the bad stuff can return almost immediately. And could absolutely be an issue for them during the season. So I had certainly soured on the Bills over the last couple of weeks. But then yesterday, it comes out that the Bills and Stephon Diggs is going to be one of their captains this year. Now, I would normally put almost no stock, especially for the people who are named captains. It is, I think, worth our attention when guys who you think should be captain or have been captain and are not picked as captains. But the guys that get picked are usually are are the obvious ones. And, you know, I, I'm, I get these emails from every single NFL team. Here's our captain. Here are our captains. Here are our captains. I think the Giants here in New York have like 10 captains. So there's a lot. And I'm a hockey guy. The C on your jersey means a lot. In the NFL, the, lo- the little jersey sticker you got, it looks cool. But there's a lot of them, which to a certain extent, like, lessens the value of being the captain. And oftentimes, it's the quarterback, it's an offensive lineman, it's the middle linebacker, it's a special teams guy. They're obvious, and they're almost no contests. So, I would normally brush this off, but the fact that the Bills made Stephon Diggs captain gives me a little bit of ease with my concerns about what may or may not not happen with Diggs. If they didn't vote him a captain, 
you could assume that maybe that's because guys are unhappy with the way he's behaved or he's not in any kind of leadership way. Not voting him a captain would have maybe been something to keep an eye on, but he's a captain. And even he said this means a lot. It means a lot this part of his career. It means a lot to him for what everything has happened and what they've been going through and what this says about the group. And I'm going to follow Stefan Diggs and think that this does mean something. So it's at least one thing that for now I can maybe get off my concern list with them. But there's still the other football stuff. There's still the personnel issues. There's still an unsettled backup quarterback spot. And I know that in theory that's never could never be a thing, that Josh Allen takes every single meaningful snap for them this year. But when we talked about this last week, that's a position that you can't skimp on when you're a Super Bowl contender. If you want to, if you're a middling team, a bad team, and you're trying to figure out who your number one quarterback is, or you're letting a rookie play and you've put less money, less whatever, less capital into adding somebody behind him, I can get that stuff. But you're doing, you're being incompetent. You're being professionally liable by not investing almost heavily in the backup spot if your team like the Bills can win the Super Bowl. You need to have a guy that can get you through a half, a game or two, when the main guy's not there because even that small amount of time can matter a lot. And the Bills have two guys that seemingly don't play the position well. I mean, Matt Barkley, that one playoff game, that one preseason game, had four turnovers in about five minutes. So the Bills are not, are far from a finished product, a complete team, and in my mind, trending in the wrong direction. But a small little blip of good news yesterday that Stephon Diggs still has the support of enough people in that club, in that locker room, that the issues maybe aren't as deep as we were feared. Um, and it leads to him being a captain for the Bills this year. Speaking of quarterbacks and the AFC East, the Patriots have Bailey Zappi again. They have Malik Cunningham again behind Mac Jones. And now they added another quarterback to the mix yesterday. And unlike Zappi and unlike Cunningham, he's actually on the 53-man roster. I don't know what they're doing in New England. Maybe they don't know either. We'll get to that in a second, but right now, headlines, first of the morning. I'm trying to remember now. We haven't seen you since the end of last week, but you've been here all week. I've been here all week. I was down the hall. Right, and now he's here with us where he should be, where he prefers to be, I assume. Here's Peter Schwartz. Well, Bogues, it was quite a Thursday for Brave star Ronald Acuna Jr. in Los Angeles. In the morning, he married his longtime girlfriend and now wife, Maria, and then at night, he consummated the marriage with a slam. Ronald Hammers is to left center. That ball is history. And Ronald Acuna Jr. just made history. He has Major League Baseball's first ever 30-60 season. And he does it in grand fashion. And Atlanta has a 5-1 to lead. Brandon Gordon, the call on Bally Sports South. The Braves beat the Dodgers 8-7. to Acuna becomes the first player in baseball history with 30 homers and 60 RBIs in a season. Very happy to be honest and extremely privileged privileged to have, you know, to have God let me play the game that I love every day with the same enthusiasm and energy and love for the game and to be able to go out here and contribute and help the team win any way that I can. Very happy. Acuna threw an interpreter on Bally Sports South. 
Now to Washington. 2-1 pitch to Jazz. High drive hit deep. Right field. If it's fair, it's gone. This baby is out of here. Jazz Chisholm Jr. That's the big hit the Marlins needed. It's a three-run bomb here in the top of the fifth inning. It's his 14th of the season. His second extra base hit of the night. And the Marlins have blown it open here in the fifth inning. They lead 5-0. No. Did did Blot, did you leave the thud out of the home the historic Acuna call out no, of respect? I didn't touch anything. There was it does in both. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Schwartz back to you. Right. Kyle Seelaff on Marlins Radio. Marlins beat the Nationals six to one. In San Diego, Giants top the Padres seven to two. The Giants take a one game lead over the Diamondbacks for the third National League wildcard spot. In Detroit, Tigers over the Yankees four to three and ten as the Tigers avoid the four game sweep. And they snap a five-game skid. Other baseball news, the Angels had five players claimed off of waivers. The Guardians claiming starting pitcher Lucas Giolito along with relievers Matt Moore and Ronaldo Lopez. The Reds claim outfielder Hunter Renfro. And the Mariners claim reliever Dominic Leone. Now to the NFL. 49ers defensive lineman Nick Boza remains a holdout. But there is hope he could be at practice next week. Head coach Kyle Shanahan is confident Bosa will be in good shape. I think he's been in that shape since he was probably two and a half years old, um, and he continues to work at it, so I know he'll be in shape. I know he'll be ready to go. Um, it's just when he gets here and making sure he's in the football shape and we don't do anything that jeopardizes him not having him later. Niners GM John Lynch says the communication has been good with the reigning defensive player of the year, the team working to get an extension done. Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup suffering a setback in his return from a hamstring injury. He is day-to-day. Vikings tight end T.J. Hawkinson has signed a four-year extension, reportedly worth at least $66 million and up to $68.5 million. And the Patriots have a number two quarterback. They claim Matt Corral on waivers from the Panthers. Now to college football, number 14 Utah took on Florida, and the Utes' first offensive play of the game was money. First and 10 from the 30. Motion Vele across the formation, play action pass at a roll for Bryson Barnes. Lots of time, looking long, has got a man out there, Money Parks, caught 20, 15, 10, 5, that's a touchdown! 70 yards on the opening play, and a touchdown to Monterran, Money Parks! That was Bill Riley on the Utes Radio Network, number 14, Utah over Florida, 24-11. Bryson Barnes, 12 of 18, 159 yards. And he also had three carries for 11 yards and a touchdown. Other games, NC State over UConn, 24-14. You had Minnesota beating Nebraska, 13-10. Missouri topping South Dakota, 35-10. And Arizona State beat Southern Utah, 35-10. At the FIBA World Cup, second round, USA struggled a bit. They improved to 4-0 as they beat Montenegro, 85-73. Winners at the U.S. Open yesterday include, on the men's side, Carlos Alcaraz and Daniil Medvedev, and on the women's side, Arena Sabalenka and Jessica Pagula. Pat. Thank you, Schwartz. Uh, one other Bills note that i got to pass along, and I, I, you guys might have heard this spot earlier this week. Amy talked to Boston Rob, I believe, from Survivor. I believe I heard that. I heard her discussing it off the air. My guess is it happened on the air, too. But Boston Rob is part of a show that DeMar Hamlin is on tonight. It is called uh, it is called Celeb- Secret Celebrity Renovation, and it's on CBS. And in tonight's episode, DeMar Hamlin goes back to his roots in Pittsburgh and helps have his grandmother's house renovated. 
uh, and Boston Rob Survivor champion. That's I and mean, that's how I know him. Is is a I guess a contract celebrity contract? Oh, Pete, you do you watch this show, Pete? I know him. Yeah, he is a uh, winner. Yeah, he's a winner, and he, now he's a celebrity contractor. Yeah. So he's on the show. He's always on the show, rebuilding these houses. Celebrities doing favors for somebody in their life, doing this amazing thing. And tonight, Demar Hamlin on the Bills active roster, back and healthy, ready to go and play some football. Uh, and his grandmother, who was a huge factor in his life growing up. On CBS tonight, secret celebrity renovation. You can see Demar and his grandma have this great moment together. That's, un- that's unbelievable. We should have more of that on TV these days. If you could pick a celebrity to surprise you with a home renovation, who would mean the most oh, we, to you? We know it's got to be a human. It can't be Alf. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. <laughs> so, so Homer Simpson, no. <laughs> I'll take that. Uh, no, uh, Tom Hanks. You know, that would be of mine. Course. <laughs> mine. And now, you know what? I'm sorry, Pat. I was just going to say now, Pete, you know who probably came up with the idea to have DeMar and his grandma on? Who? The writers. Mm. No, no. those are the, That's a producer call. You de- <laughs> I don't know about that. That's a producer call. Hold they're, on. They're not writing scripts to build a house. How do you write? <laughs> well, they're writing scripts for Boston Rob to say, well, the house is being built. Oh, he's, no. All those shows have writers. No. There's Somebody, probably a voiceover person that's going in and out of break and stuff like that. Leave me alone. <laughs> Enough. You you don't want to pay these actors or you want uh you don't you want the actors to pay the writers. You're not going to get great moments like Demar yeah. and his grandma without uh, the writers. I, think, I don't think this is a writer thing. This is a producer talent thing. Either way, I'm glad that Pat reminded me because I did I am in we are uh in SAG-AFTRA, the on-air folks here in the building. So I was able to reach out to SAG after President Fran Drescher, and that's a real sentence. She is the head of the union, the nanny. She's now looking after all of us. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot the nanny's the yeah. president. I, uh, I pitched your idea of the actors paying the writers instead of the, the production companies. And I am no longer in SAG after. <laughs> I, I actually saw that Jimmy Kimmel mm-hmm. uh, was... Well, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon approached Jimmy Kimmel about paying the, their, his staff two weeks okay. to go back. And Jimmy Kimmel said no. He said, I couldn't, t- I, I couldn't uh, put that on somebody. Right. But, I mean, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon stepping up. Yeah, and you mentioned The Rock, so people are doing it. Yeah. But that's not the solution to the problem. Well, I, I also like these late-night guys having a podcast. <laughs> they oh we're gonna have a podcast and, and you're basically defeating the purpose of the writer strike because you're basically showing the audience that you can do it without writers. Yeah, <laughs> and it's crazy because we're in it's now the the strike does not apply to us because this is not the the this contract is not our contract that they're fighting over now. So that's why we're all still here, not and not on the picket lines as well. <laughs> I'd love to see you guys on the picket line. But we still get all of like the uh, all of the emails about everything that's going on, and the the list of the the list of things that you cannot do as an actor during the strike is pretty ridiculous. Like you can't even mention shows that you are on, movies coming out. You can do no promotion. You can do nothing. It's like a lockout. But it's almost, but it's also like a gag order. Yeah, like you have to pretend that like you're not Jennifer Aniston or you're not Matt Damon, and that you don't have Born Legacy six coming out well, at Thanksgiving time. Jennifer Aniston has a gag order. Well, the lockout on the NFL. 
The lockout of the NFL. Schwartz ruined the surprise. Matt Corral's in the Patriot roster. We'll do that next because we're adults on CBS Sports Radio. There aren't that many controllables you have in, in your life, right? One of them is, am I going to have that burger and six beers, or am I, am I going to am I gonna eat some salmon? Burger, six beers. DA on CBS Sports Radio. Love me some Tim Capstraw on a Friday morning. Bogus in for DA. One last summer fry DA. I think I just saw the notification that the Target Demo Friday meme is out. It is, and it's, I don't know if this has ever been done before. This is a live creation. This was created off the open of today's show. I don't know if Cap had something already prepared, or he didn't and jumped at this, but the Target Demo Friday meme is just Pete with a beautiful kind of sunset scene behind him, and it says, goodbye, good luck, because... If you missed the open of the show roughly 45 minutes ago, Pete, Pete's leaving us. For three weeks, starting on Tuesday, in his ninth batch of paternity leave, again, days to burn. And when you're the guy that counts burned days, you really have days to burn. What's the quality control? What's the checks and balance system of... Relax, all right? But... Find it at CBS Sports Radio, at Andrew Bogish. Tell us where you are, how you're listening, and your well wishes for Pete the Body as he departs the show for the month of September here in 2023. Thank you. I appreciate your support. You're looking great in this jet, your navy blue blazer. That's right. Pondering your future, looking up to the sky, hand on chin. Pondering how I'm going to... uh... Do the first week, which will be both kids by myself. (laughs) (laughs) A three-year-old and a three-month-old. Well, listen, if the children you have to babysit around here haven't broken you, your two actual kids will probably not do it either. No, they won't. So that's good. We are really diving into the Disney Plus catalog. (laughs) (laughs) And drinking. And drinking. And the gin cabinet. (laughs) We have a whole stack of alcohol somewhere. I'm going to go into that. (laughs) Is Timmy drunk again? No. <laughs> oh, it's just daddy. So you guys can jump here and help jump in here and help me out because I remain confused about what the Patriots are doing at quarterback because there are 19 different signs of what's the, what's going on and they go all in different directions. So it began with both Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham, who they've been trying at other positions too, to try to kind of be like a Swiss Army knife type of guy for their offense. Both of them went on waivers at Tuesday's roster cut-down deadline. So for 24 hours, the Patriots had just Mac Jones at quarterback on their roster. Now, putting Bailey Zappi specifically on waivers means that you're okay with losing Bailey Zappi because you put him out there and someone can grab him and you can't pull him back and then he's gone. And then you have zero established backups for Mac Jones. Now, my first thought was they did this for two reasons. One, there was somebody who they deemed more important that they had at a different position that they had to protect on the 53, not through waivers. So again, Zappi was expendable. And because they used him in this role to go on waivers for other roster maneuvers, it led me to believe that they were going to sign 
a veteran backup. They already knew they could get him, that it was basically a done deal, so it was okay. There was no danger in putting Zappi on waivers and possibly losing him. But then that didn't happen. Zappi clears waivers, but then we're told that, like, seven different teams then made offers to him once he cleared waivers. But if they wanted him, why didn't they claim him on waivers and just grab him and not have competition? But they didn't do that. He doesn't take any of the offers. He goes back to the Patriots. And then that might have been their plan all along was to have him come back to be the backup. But then if they wanted him to be the backup, why did they go on waivers and risk losing him? And then yesterday, while we're still figuring out the zappy moves, they claim Matt Corral off waivers from the Panthers who made their initial 53 and then got cut loose. That's a failed third-round pick. That's another pock on the resume, another mark on the resume of our good buddy Matt Rule. I think I saw a note that like half of his last draft class is now gone in Carolina. And by the way, in an odd twist, Panthers and Patriots made a draft day trade. The Panthers used their new pick from New England to take Corral, and the Pats used the pick they got back to take Zappi, and now they're together. And in a weird way that the transactions work, Corral is actually on the 53-man roster right now. Zappi's on the practice squad. He can come up to the active roster three times on game day, um, max. So I just, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they love Bailey Zappi. I don't know if they kind of like Bailey Zappi. I don't know what they think about Matt Corral. But I, I, I got nothing here. If, if either one of you can make any more sense of what they're doing in New England, please help because I'm lost. I'm confused. I don't get any of these things. I'll it's take- almost like they're willingly... It's almost as if you took a CBS Sports Radio show. Okay. Like, I don't understand how Belichick has somehow... Like, there's no way they go they go 500 or better this year. There's no way they finish above 500. And it's they, almost like giving Pete Bellotti a show with Jack Stern, Shep, and whatever the other top undesirables, at least for the DA show chemistry here, and then saying, all right, make it work. It would, but that'd be horrible. Or it might be amazing. Coming this Labor Day on CBS Sports Radio. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.